Welcome to the Happiness Experience Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We are Kira and Bill Van Ittersum, and welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about the magic of gratitude journaling. Hi, everyone. Today we're going to start off with a story that we found on the internet about gratitude journaling and why we feel it's quite an important activity to do every day. Now we're going to post the link on our website, so please go there and you can read the rest of the story and some tips on gratitude journaling and also more about the writer of the story, who is Louise Jensen. Now, the name of the story is Turn Pain to Joy, and it starts out with a quote, a house proverb. Give thanks for a little, and you will find a lot. In my early, dark days of first acquiring a disability, I didn't feel I had an awful lot to be thankful for. It was like I had spent my whole life getting to the point where I had a thriving, holistic therapy practice I loved an amazing social life with great friends, my beautiful dog, who I would regularly take into the country for long walks, and my adrenaline-pumping exercise routine. Life was perfect. I had so much to be grateful for. But then it was suddenly snatched away. I was left with constant pain, immobility, and three children who I felt I couldn't care for properly. So what did I have to be grateful for, right? Well, yes, I was alive. Some people may say that's enough, but they are probably either people not dealing with chronic pain on a daily basis or those with a far more positive mindset than I had at that moment. I thought back to all the advice I had given to my therapy clients over the years on healing emotional pain and moving forward. But even though I knew it worked from the positive feedback that I had received, I couldn't seem to apply it to myself. The problem was that I was very good at talking it, but I had never actually had to put it into practice for myself. The previous 10 years had been the best I had ever experienced, and I was naturally appreciative of all I had, After my accident, appreciativeness soon turned to hurt, anger, self-pity, and eventually self-loathing. I caused myself more pain by resisting my enforced lifestyle change, and I couldn't see a purpose in anything. It was at this point I knew I had to do something. I looked through the handouts I had previously given to my clients practical tips for living a positive life. And since I love writing, gratitude journaling seemed to be an obvious starting point. That night, I sat with my journal, intending to start with just three things I was grateful for that day. Just three. Piece of cake, right? After an hour, I gently closed the cover on the tear-stained, still-blank, first page, and I cried myself to sleep, mentally adding failure at journaling 
to all my other perceived shortcomings. A couple of days later, I decided to try again. Determined, I opened up the book and quickly wrote down three things. My children, my home, and food to eat. Feeling a smug sense of satisfaction, I replaced the pen lid. I was done, right? Object achieved. The next day, I opened the book and froze. What could I write? The three things from the day before were all I could think of. I couldn't repeat them, and yet nothing else came to mind. I laid the incredibly crumpled but virtually blank book down again and rested my head against the window. I watched a robin tentatively sitting on the garden fence, anxiously watching all directions while trying to keep an eye on the bird seed my son had put on the feeding station before school. For half an hour, this beautiful bird made several trips, came back with friends, and triumphantly cleared all that we had offered. It dawned on me that while I had been watching, I hadn't felt sorry for myself once. I had felt in awe of nature and how beautiful it can be. Excitedly, I reached for my book again. I ripped out that first page and discarded it. Yes, my children, home, and food were things to be grateful for, but I just wrote them for the sake of reaching my goal. I wasn't really feeling anything at the time I wrote them, and I knew the exercise had been an empty one. That little tiny bird with its beautiful red breast had evoked a truly positive emotion. And from that, I started to become more and more aware and to recognize these precious moments as they occurred, which they generally do if you watch for them each day. It hasn't been easy. It is now five years on, and journaling has become an important part of my life. It's really helped me change my mindset and move forward. There is joy everywhere, but that can be overshadowed by pain if you allow it. When I have a bad day now, I read back over my journal and I remember that life has so much to offer. I still have such a lot to be grateful for. Yes, I am one of the lucky ones. I have a life and I love it. We think that's a really interesting story. And why are we sharing it like we are today? I think it's interesting in several respects. First of all, Louise, in her own words, was an award-winning holistic therapist. You'll find this on the website. And she helped clients to heal their emotional pain and to move forwards in her life. But when she needed it most, she couldn't access it. Yeah, even though these techniques had worked for others that she had helped, she discovered very quickly that she had trouble implementing them in her own life. And she says in her own words, I was very good at talking it, but not taking it. So we're sharing the story as a way of sharing with you that journaling, especially gratitude journaling, can be hard to do in the beginning. So we're not offering this as a piece of cake solution, like she says in her story. 
we know it's kind of tough. And we know that there's a lot of procrastination that may happen when you first start this. That's right. And it may seem absolutely useless to you in the beginning, as it did for her. You have to remember, Louise's first attempt was a complete failure. I mean, she cried herself to sleep that night. It was so bad. But in her next attempt, she did list three things. And we're not going to discount those things, even though later she ripped the page out and called them trite. They're still powerful things to be grateful for. Absolutely. And then again on her third attempt, she realized that she was stuck again. And she felt like a complete failure again. But then something wonderful happened, a miracle. A little robin that brought her effortless joy and true appreciation. The important thing here is that Louise had connected with her feelings. She realized that the entire time she had been watching the robin, she had not felt sorry for herself one time. She also did not feel her pain. That's right. What she did feel was the awe and the beauty of nature. So this is something we can connect with when we can't connect with anything else. When she has a bad day now, she reads back over the accumulated journal entries, some of which make her laugh, most of which make her smile, and all of them take her out of the negative place that she's in and bring her to the other side. So we want to share some journaling tips with you that we have researched. But first, we need to thank one of the people that sponsors our show. We'll be back in a sec. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, we do want to talk about some of the tips and some of the suggestions that might help you to just get started in journaling if you are having a tough time, as Louise did have in the beginning. Now, we call these gratitude journaling starter suggestions so that you can get off of the blank page and get something down. So, number one, what is one big thing in your life right now? Just think of one thing that you have that you could be grateful for. Try to write it down with feeling. Number two, what is an opportunity in your life that you are grateful to have? What is somebody helping you to do or allowing you to do or you're able to do at work that you're so happy to now be able to do? What are three to five things that you've accomplished today? And it's always great to have a list of things that you got done, and that makes you feel complete as well at the end of the Even day. if you just brushed your teeth or, <laughs> well, you know, start. or started the coffee pot, whatever it is that you did, it was an accomplishment, something that you did. Number four, what activity is coming up that you are going to be excited to do? A trip, meeting someone, perhaps a seminar? What activity is coming up for you? 
And now think of three to five people in your life that you appreciate. Three to five people that you know, that you encounter quite frequently, and that you appreciate in your life. Now we have some tips to help you with the journaling process. Those were journaling starter suggestions. These are like guidance tips. We want to share those with you. So number one is, some people like to journal early in the morning. Some people like to journal just before bed. But most gratitude journalers agree that it's great to have a way to jot gratitude feelings down throughout the day. So with a pocket notebook, perhaps, a gratitude journaling phone app, which there are about 50 (laughs) available. (laughs) That's right. It's very popular. This was a major tip from Oprah. Now, another tip is that when you write in your journal, it's a very good idea to have a good place to go, a place that's quiet and serene. And maybe you want to bring along with you to that place some inspirational music. Or sometimes even people bring something to read to get them in the right mood to start journaling. Some people read from their own gratitude journal. Absolutely. It's a great starter there, too. Number three is envision a loving presence or an inner spiritual guide or a master. That can get you started. Another thing that you might do is just sit quietly and Think about pleasant thoughts and allow yourself to just feel good. Tip number five is to connect with your inner creativity. And this is always a good thing. Another tip that's really good to remember is that you can just fake it till you make it. In other words, just start writing something. Say, what will I write next? And then next, what will I write? And just keep writing until something comes to you that you can be grateful for. You can't make a mistake. So this is a great tip. Tip number seven is don't just go through the motions. Do it with intention to grow happier and do it with feeling. That's right. And number eight is to elaborate in detail. Go for the depth of feeling and the real impact of the experience that you had. Really try to get it down in all of the different little details that you remember about it. It will give you so much more color, especially as you're going back to rereading your entries. It will jog your memory so much easier. Number nine is get personal. Involve people that happen to be part of this gratitude experience, and that will lead to more impact. That's right. Studies have shown that getting personal makes gratitude have much more impact than when you're just talking about material objects. Tip number 10 is to reflect on something or someone that you might genuinely miss if they were no longer around. Tip number 11 is record unexpected delights, which have strong impact. Things that are unexpected or a surprise very often are things that have great impact in your life and you want to remember them. Tip number 12 is don't limit yourself to a particular time. Write as you feel moved to do so. And this goes along with taking a pocket notebook or a phone app so you can record your gratitude ideas during the day. And of course, as we've said before, don't worry about what you're writing exactly or don't be judging it. Don't worry about spelling. 
Concentrate on your feelings. Just get your feelings out. What is it you really, really feel grateful for? And our last tip, number 14, is feelings matter most. You matter. This is truly the happiness of your life. It really is. That's what you're writing down. All of the things in life that bring you happiness, those are the things we're grateful for. Now we need to take another quick sec to thank another sponsor of our show. We'll be back in a moment. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. Okay, and we're back now. Bill and I just want to talk for a moment about the benefits. What is it that you benefit from in doing a gratitude journal? Well, obviously, we've talked about the fact that it makes you happier. What other things does it Well, healthier, too. There are studies that show that people who regularly write in a gratitude journal have better health and less sickness and decay in their bodies if they are a regular gratitude journal writer. Exactly. And we were just listening to a Bob Proctor YouTube presentation the other day, and he talked about the fact that our work improves. We're connected more with our creativity because we are connecting to our source when we're expressing our gratitude. And we're happier at work. And our work relationships are so much better, too. That's true. Life is just better. Life becomes better in every area that you can think of when you're grateful. Your love relationships improve because as you are grateful, and especially as you record things that your love partner does that are gratitude adding to your life, they will feel it as well. Now, this is especially true if you tell them in a sincere way, in addition to writing it down in your journal. And it has lasting effect. It can actually last several days, and your relationship will be perceived as being better and better. Absolutely. It becomes a habit. It becomes a habit to look for the good things in life and to appreciate the good things about everyone in your life and everything in your life. So you become sort of a happiness generator when you're doing a gratitude journal. So give it a try, but give yourself some patience because if you don't get it the first time, it's like the old saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And that really is the message behind the story that we read because here's a person who was really suffering and discovered that with some effort, Things got better. Things got much better. So I think that's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Happiness Experience podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcasts and look for Better Living Institute, the Happiness Experience podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk podcast, the Healthy Tips podcast, the Love Stories podcast, and now our two newest podcasts, the Happy Kids Podcast 
and today's podcast, The Happiness Experience. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us your own happiness experiences so we can share them with our listeners on a future show. We'll even give you a plug. You can also like and message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Itterson for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. 